Entrepreneur Weekly interviews the brilliant leaders of today in order to provide a stepping stone of wisdom on the journey to personal business ownership. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. So Winston Churchill said, never let a good crisis go to waste. My question is, what's a crisis? Well, if you break it down, maybe it'll help you to understand how you can, well, maybe, maybe, just maybe, turn a crisis into an opportunity, says James Burton. He is from Personal Capital. And James, I've got you on the line, Chief Growth Officer at Personal Capital. When you say how to turn a crisis into an opportunity, you know, before I get to that, how do you define what a crisis is? Help me with that. Yeah, that's a great question to start off with, Alan. Thanks. So, you know, I think it can be a number of different things, but what characterizes a crisis is that it's a time of great potential change and normally coming out of a situation that's causing stress or problems for, you know, the company, the clients, the consumers, people in the environment. You know, it's, it's uh, for example, it could be the uh, great financial crisis that we lived through right. or it could be what happened a decade before that, which was the, you know, the tech and internet trading bubble bursting, right. you know, a lot of, there was a lot of fallout from those times. So those could be good crises examples. Okay. So give me a little bit background on you. I, I know you've worked for Schwab and Fidelity. You've been 30 years in the, we'll call it the capital industry, the capital business, but, you know, a finance business, what, give us a little more background on yourself. And then I want to I have you answer that, you know, turn a crisis into an opportunity. Background on myself, I, um, I have, as you said, I've spent about 30 years in the industry. Most of that was spent at some uh, well-known companies like Schwab and Fidelity, and I'm now with Personal Capital. And uh, what I've really enjoyed is working close to consumers, you know, being in the, let's say, the retail side of the industry where... You're close to what people are trying to achieve, their hopes and dreams, and that really inspires me to try and help them and do the right thing. And, uh, you know, along the way, certainly lived through some major ups and downs in the financial markets, and those things affect people, you know, very, very deeply, obviously, probably affect, you know, you and me and many of our listeners in different ways, but often with a great deal of stress attached to them. Right. And those are crises that we need to figure out how to help people with. Okay. The wealth management industry. There's so many ways you could call it, you know, fintech or I don't know what you want to call it these days. But in your shoes, though, you've said something here that was intriguing to me. I get a lot of pitches, as you know. But when somebody talks about how to turn a crisis into an opportunity, I think that makes people's ears perk up a little bit. Because, listen, we're in the middle of a crisis. I mean, there's no question about it. We've got a pandemic. We've got kind of a world at war. We've got a lot of stuff going on. But I, last year in 2020, was one of the best years I've ever had in business. And I, I don't know why. I haven't quite figured that out yet. Maybe because I'm not living in total fear. I had COVID. It wasn't fun, but I had it. But uh, I went through it and I continued on with my life, you know. And, listen, I, I, I do know one friend that passed because of it. So it's a dangerous thing. But... I don't want to live in fear. I want to use wisdom to move forward. So how then can we turn a crisis into an opportunity? Get me teed up. We'll take a break and we'll continue on with this. But tee me up for this. So, you know, I think you can look at it from the perspective of your company and whether it's a a crisis that's occurring, you know, directly to you or it's something that you see as 
there may be an opportunity you see that's a crisis to do with some other part of the environment or what people are experiencing. That's one kind of crisis that you can benefit from if you figure out the opportunity. The other part of this that I think is worth reflecting on is what it means for you as an individual, as a leader, and how you can use crises not just to build you know, value for your clients and your company, but also you know, to grow yourself and to grow your career. And I, I actually love talking about that part of this as well, because I think it's rich with opportunity at the personal level too. I, I, Although it's often very I agree. stressful. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, period. Because to me, personal growth, that equates to business growth because I become more more better more better <laughs> that's all i can say i was gonna say i become more a better businessman a better husband father friend a better everything personal growth is very important we're gonna take a break james burton joining us personalcapital.com on the web and we're gonna talk a little bit more about turning a crisis into an opportunity be right back to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. I'm going to say it again because it's one of those just uh, that rolls off your tongue. Winston Churchill never let a good crisis go to waste. And uh, we're talking to James Burton. He's the chief growth officer at Personal Capital, personalcapital.com, a uh, wealth management company, I guess you might say. Am I saying that right? A wealth management company? Is that what you guys are? That, that'll be fine. Okay. Yep, so, that's right. Do me a favor. I got a couple of things I want you to clear up for me. One is I'm at that age now. I'm 61 years old. I'm proud of my age. I'm proud of my gray hairs. I'm proud of my fat roll. I, I've, I'm proud of myself. You know? All right, I'd like to lose some weight, but that's, you know, it's another story. <laughs> but I have a little bit of, you know, um, fear or is it mistrust? In this industry, I mean, think of the Bernie Madoff kind of people that really slimed the whole industry. And, you know, it's like there is things we have to overcome. And what I look for in people like you is two things. One, a good storyteller that can tell me a story to help my mind kind of become at ease and overcome some of my fears, right? And then I want you to also bring something good to the table. I want to walk away going, James Burton gave me a whole new outlook on things. So can you give me a scenario that is real, real life scenario that you've lived and seen and help me to understand a little bit better of how to turn this crisis into an opportunity? Go for it. Sure, absolutely. And by the way, I'm right behind you on those various personal attributes. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, sure. So, so actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a little bit about the story of, of personal capital, because I think it'll cover some good insights. So, you know, after the financial crisis, personal capital was born right after the financial crisis. And the observations that the founders had were the sort of things that you and I might worry about to do with, hey, as a person, you know, maybe an individual or with a family, you know, the markets are terrifying. They're bouncing around. My money seems to have shrunk. People are stealing people's money. I can't quite get a handle on how I'm supposed to plan for the future. What should I do? By the way, who am I paying? Who's getting rich off me? Lots of questions like that, right? Right, right. And a lot of concern. 
And so, and at the same time, you know, knowing where you stand, understanding your situation, isn't it incredibly hard? Right? I, I have it any, is. Alan, do you know how many financial accounts you have? I mean, maybe you've got a checking account, savings account, some kind of retirement account. You probably got a credit card, right? I mean, I can go down the list. I'm probably going to get to a dozen, maybe more accounts that you have somewhere out there. Right. You try and understand what's going on across all that stuff and what it's costing you and what you're getting out of it and, frankly, what your net worth is, you know, what you can afford to do with your life. Very, very hard, right? So that was all of those questions and concerns and some of the problems were really magnified when the financial industry wiped out all this wealth, it made people very scared, right? So, so this was a crisis that was affecting everybody. It didn't really matter who you were unless you happened to have made some incredibly lucky bets on the direction of the market. You know, you had suffered some loss and you were also probably very concerned about what was going to happen next. And you didn't necessarily have either the tools or a human that you felt you could really trust and work with. And particularly not across all this stuff, right? Right. So that's the kind of crisis that you can see as a business person. You can see it in the marketplace and you can try and respond to it. The personal capital team looked at that and said, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. So first of all, they put together a technology that allows you to see all your stuff in one place. You put all your like, accounts in it, there. You call it a dashboard? What do you call it? Is it a dashboard? Dashboard. That's exactly the word. You okay. Can, and you can put your financial life into a dashboard. Okay. And you can go in there whenever you feel like it. People will look in there every day. It's a lot of people. And they can see their net worth. They can see what they spent. Oh. They can see what fees they're paying. And, you know, they can then run independently at home, whatever. Right. They can run scenarios and make plans and they can start to get some confidence about knowing what's going on right so so that was an insight born out of this very stressful time fast forward so so wait a minute before before you fast forward hold on so what you're saying is because of a crisis they had to reinvent themselves and the organization and how they did their things and you know everything because it was a broken wealth management industry and so the only way they could really overcome what they were dealing with is to offer an entirely new way of doing things, putting the power in the person's hand that, well, they're the ones that are making the investment anyway, right? Um, yeah. By the way, hold the on. Hold on. I got power it. and transparency. The perfect song, Superstition, right? I'm Stevie Wonder. Here we go. Um, so we I'm, go. I'm tracking with you, which is good. Let me take a little break here. I'm going to come back, and then I want you to give me a... Uh, Well, I want you to be the financial doctor or the financial RX of this whole equation. Help me to continue forward on this. Because you know what? I'm starting to get a few bucks. I got a little cabbage in my pocket. Discover unstoppable industry influencers who celebrate disruptive thinking and game-changing business strategies on Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. You know what's funny about these big um, these big companies like, you know, you're talking about Schwab, and I'm not going to pick on any of them, but Fidelity and the companies that James Burton has worked for. 
they were entrenched in the way that they did business and they very slow it's like turning a battleship very slow to to turn and react you take a smaller company entrepreneurial type company they can turn on a dime in my life i was thinking while we were in the commercial break james I was thinking, what did I do to have a, a really good year in, during a time of crisis? You know what I did? I kept the course, but I also pivoted. I don't know if that makes any sense at all because I'm a serial entrepreneur. So I kept doing like I do the radio show here, and I, I'm, it helps me a lot. I get a lot of answers, answers a lot of questions and, and dissolves a lot of things that were fears at one time. It just goes away. Knowledge is power. And, you know, so as I get more knowledgeable about, you know, things that I was at one time, you know, had a certain mistrust of certain things and somebody like yourself comes along and says, hey, look, we pivoted. We changed everything. We decided to put the power in the hand of the man, if you know what I'm saying, which is, you know, the person making the investment. I want to be able to, you know, sit down at my dashboard like uh, what's the guy from Iron Man, whatever his name was. You know, you sit there and you, you, you create on your computer and you don't have to have, you know, somebody on the phone with you helping you figure it out because you guys have come up with a simpler way of me being able to keep constant control. Maybe I want to look at it three times a day. Maybe I want to look at it 10 times a day because I'm, I'm in it. But the question is, so now, we have about five minutes here. How can you continue to pull me out of my mistrust for this industry? And put it, I don't want to be the guy that's stuffing my mattress with money. You know what I mean? It's not the way to do it. That's even more scary than somebody comes in and, you know, and, uh, you know, I don't even need to say it. You don't want that stuff at your house. You want to get, especially, I mean, listen, people are making some big money. I have a friend that made $40 million on Bitcoin. I'm like, 40 million? He goes, yeah, I bought it like a buck. And what is it? You know, it's crazy. So help us get through this. What do we do? All right. So great. And yeah, we can definitely talk about pivoting too, because boy, did COVID give us all the chance to pivot. But we'll come back to that if we have a minute. So we talked about the fact that there's a way you can set up yourself so you can see everything. You can see what's happening in your financial life by connecting everything together. You can see what your net worth is because you can see what you've got and what you owe and you know, you can also see what you're paying people, which is really important. I mean, can you tell me what you're paying your bank or your broker or what you're paying for investment advice? Those are things you really want to know. Yeah. So you've got your dashboard, just like you said, Alan. You know, from there, you know, you might be fine. You might put everything in. You might say, I can do this. I can do this on my own. I can buy, you know, some investments and I can figure it out. Well, you may say, hmm, maybe I'm not such a pro at that. And also, maybe I don't have time and maybe I'd like to talk to somebody. So that's where the wealth management part of what we're talking about comes in. First of all, we gave you order and control and some transparency, a lot of transparency. Now, for whatever reason, you know, something changes in your life or you just wake up one day and you say, I need some help here. That's where we can come in with a human being, you know, a trained, licensed human being who gives you the best of both worlds. You've got the great technology, which is a whole leap forward, a whole generation ahead of the older firms. And then you've got a person who's using that technology to help you make a plan and then get yourself invested and get yourself invested in a way that is fairly priced and you know exactly what you are paying for. Mm-hmm. It's not you're paying, you know, somebody, you know, to help you and then somebody else is getting paid for various products and somebody else is getting paid a bit more for various products. It's, it sounds you, like you it's exactly to- total transparency is what you've got going on. That's what we're looking for, yeah. transparency. All right, hold but on we're also looking Hold on to now. Organize, I, go ahead. I, I'm just yeah. wondering. So, you know, I come into some money. 
what do I do? Do I call you up and go, all right, I got, you know, a half a million dollars I want to invest in. I, where do I start? I mean, so give me that scenario. Give me like a one minute scenario. All right. I'll give you two ways to go. One is if you have a little time and you're feeling confident that you'd like to organize yourself, open your dashboard and log in, put your accounts in there. That's fine. You'll get an interesting view of yourself, right? Or of your financial life. Alternatively, you don't have to do that. Just call us. You know, we'll get right down to business and, and start to help you think about this in the ways we talked about, which is, you know, how should you think about investing that money? Great. And we're going to start with what are you trying to achieve? What are your goals? Where are you in your life? And what do you want to have happen here? And what are you saving for? And hey, Alan, we, we may say, you know, job number one, you need an emergency fund. You have no capacity for, right. you know, any kind of financial mishaps or whatever. Or we may say, well, you're in pretty good shape. You've got plenty of cash. Let's make sure you're actually investing for the future and the things you want to do down the road. We'll figure all of that out with you based on what you tell us and what your data points tell us. And most of all, what it is you're trying to do. And that, I think, is an incredibly important discussion to have with someone. It's a discussion, you know, if you were trying to get some great advice from friends, hopefully right. they'd steer you right and they'd, they'd tell you, follow your heart, figure out what you want to do. We'll, we'll try and do the same. We'll yeah. try and make sure that the advice you're getting is absolutely lined up with you as a person or you as a family. Yeah. As opposed to well, lined I, up with, hey, we want to sell you something. Right. right? What, what I like here Big is, difference. you know, I, I, I like the dashboard, first of all, because I like a certain amount of control. Um, I like yeah. the uh, kind of the family feel of the whole thing because the wealth management industry, it's uh, it's big. So, uh, all right, you guys, listen. You can find James Burton at personalcapital.com. That's just where I am in my life right now. So, I obviously, the show represents where I am a lot of times. James, thank you for the, uh, the talk through this. Never let a good crisis go to waste, people. Winston Churchill. <laughs> we'll take a break. You hear him howling around your kitchen door. Listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. All right, so I have kind of this dual personality. A lot of people don't maybe know, or maybe you do if you've listened to this show very long. I'm a car guy. I know, I love cars. I've always loved cars. I'm just that kind of crazy car guy. I've always been that way since I was a little kid. So I am going to do a split personality thing. I have a friend, Jennifer Gottlieb. She's the co-founder of Super Connector Media. She is going to, next weekend, she is going to the Venture Fuel Summit in Salt Lake City, Utah, put on by a bunch of friends of ours, and she is going to cover that event while I'm at Barrett Jackson Collector Car Auction, buying cars like a maniac. Okay, I can't help it. I'm sorry. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world, Jennifer Gottlieb. How you doing? I am so good. I didn't know that part about you going to a cool car event. <laughs> well, you know. uh, I'm so glad that I could cover for you while you go buy me a car. Oh, well, then let's get on the website right now, barrett-jackson.com. Tell me which one you want, and we'll just bid on it for you. No problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but let me just introduce the world to you, because you are our official new entrepreneur correspondent, the woman on the street at the Venture Fuel Summit. 
and you're going to do a whole bunch of cool interviews. A lot of people have heard my best pal in the whole world, Randy Garn. He's been on this show a million times, and uh, he'll be there, and he's going to be doing some stuff with you there, too. But Randy is the human super connector human being. He knows everybody in the business world. And so half of the people that are on this show come through Randy, just so you know. And so, as a matter of fact, I believe it. yes, and he introduced Jennifer and I, and now I'm introducing, introducing Jennifer to the world and her company, superconnectormedia.com on the web. But uh, I just needed, to, we wanted to cover this event, but I couldn't be there, so needed somebody like you. So, the question is, so that people can get to know who you are a little bit, Jennifer, tell the world, you're the co-founder of Super Connector Media, tell the world what that is. First of all, let's get going right there. So Superconnector Media is a PR and marketing agency, and we're also an educational company. So we've got two sides of our company. One side of it is a full-service agency for entrepreneurs and businesses, and, you know, entrepreneurs like Randy Garn. We've represented some of the biggest personal brands in the world, people that are doing incredible things, authors, speakers, founders of Fortune 500 companies. And then the other side of our company is an educational company where we teach entrepreneurs, business owners, or anybody with a service, a product, or a story how to be visible and get their message and brand into the media so that they they can become the recognized expert in their space. So we do that with challenges. We have an amazing boot camp called the TV Boot Camp where we teach you how to get on TV. We have a mastermind all around being visible and really end of the day, Alan, we actually, we secretly a personal development company that uses media as the gateway because a lot of the work that we do with entrepreneurs when we're teaching them how to be visible is mindset work and getting out of their own way so that they can start to put themselves out there. All right. Now I want to pull the curtain back a little bit. Let's pull the curtain back okay. and see who is this person, Jennifer Gottlieb, behind and your, I think it's your <laughs> husband who is the co-founder as well, right? So yeah. tell us about where did all this come from? Give us a little window into the, to the life and times of Jennifer Gottlieb. So my favorite quote of all time is the Steve Jobs quote. You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. Mm-hmm. Because when you look forward, when you're in your mess or whatever is going on in your life, you can't possibly tell how all the dots are going to connect. And that's kind of like my life story. But when you look backwards, it all makes sense. So I used to be an actress and I moved to New York City to study musical theater and acting and performing. And I was a Broadway actress. I did a, the Broadway national tour of The Wedding Singer, the Adam Sandler film. For oh. a year, I toured all over the country oh and had a leading role in right. that. I forgot about that. It's like, just you know, you're bringing yeah. it all back. All the things. So this is why like, I, I think I'm a good woman on the street because I've been performing all over the street right. <laughs> of all, all the, the entire country for a very long time. And then when I came back, I ended up booking a show on VH1 and I was a host on VH1 for 14 seasons. And so all of my experience in business and you know, in jobs really and, and having any kind of a job has always been in the entertainment industry. And my life took a big twist and turn and a lot of challenging things happened and I ended up finding myself at a rock bottom moment without having, you know, my show got canceled, the relationship that I was in completely fell apart and I found myself with no job, no connections, really no money and having to start over. And I knew that I wanted to start a business, but I had absolutely no 
real training in, in being a business owner, and I didn't really have much knowledge in being an entrepreneur. The only thing that I really knew about in a big way was publicity and how to really create a brand through the media, because that's what I did when I was an actress. So I built a company, a company before this one. It was a mindset coaching business and a fitness and wealth health coaching business just through the power of PR. And it became unbelievably successful very, very quickly by using publications and television and really creating my brand. And then I met my fiance, Chris Winfield, and he was teaching entrepreneurs how to be in the media and hosting all around teaching entrepreneurs how to be in the media. And we were like, wow, there is a real opportunity here for us to come together and create something even bigger and double down on this. And so I used all of the experience that I had with building my own business through media and all my mindset coaching experience and partnered up with him. And we created Super Connector Media and uh, it's crushing. And and that's the story. (laughs) I love it. I love the name Super Connector Media. I love it. I love you. You're just, uh, you're bubbly and live. You're, you've been there. You've done that. But most importantly, which I remember hearing, oh my gosh, I'm going to say it's been 25 years ago that I had my rock bottom moment in business. Now, my life was always pretty stable with my wife. I, I've been together 40 years. I'm a grandfather. You know wow. what I mean? I have, you got to tell me the secrets of 40 years. Oh, oh it's, it's drugs. But anyway, no, I'm joking. But <laughs> it's, it's, you know what it is? It's never giving up. It's that same entrepreneurial spirit. But the fact that we have these rock bottom moments, people don't want to hear, you know, about the rock bottom moment because it's depressing. But no, no, it's not. It's the learning moment. It's the it's the actually rebirth or really, truly as an adult, your first. Oh, my gosh. You know, born again moment because you're already an adult. You, you know, when you were a young person, you're growing up and you just don't know anything. You, you think you know everything. And then when you get to this rock bottom moment that, like you said, hindsight is twenty twenty. you look back and you can see everything clearly where you made your mistakes, such an important place for people. And they they overlook the tough times or they, they're afraid to even embrace the tough times because guess what? Something new is about to be born. So I just wanted to say that. That rock bottom moment for you, if you had not had it, you'd probably maybe be singing on Broadway, which maybe not as fulfilling as being the Super Connector Media Woman. (laughs) All right, hold tight. Uh, You can find out more about Jennifer at uh, superconnectormedia.com. She's going to be at the Venture Fuel Summit in Salt Lake City, Utah, and she's going to cover that for us. And you know what? This is the Monkees. I'm a believer. I believe in her. And I hope you do, too. You'll hear her next week more. But we'll be right back with more of her story. Stay with us. Listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. So, next weekend, you're going to hear a little more of Jennifer Gottlieb. Again, she'll be covering the Venture Fuel Summit for us here at Entrepreneur Weekly and Entrepreneur Magazine. Um, the woman on the street, our correspondent, superconnectormedia.com. And um, I want to get into a little bit of the uh, superconnector media. Jennifer, you have the creation process and then the confidence continuum. 
which I, I want to yeah. go through these. So start with the creation process from Super Connector Media. Well, the creation process is really from my life and my story of what I was telling you earlier. When I, you know, my first big break was booking that role in the Broadway national tour of The Wedding Singer. And I truly booked that role up to the process that I actually broke apart and I teach people. And we have a a physical in-person event in New York City called Unfair Advantage Live. And the opening of this event, I teach this five-step process called the creation process. And I looked back at how I was able to achieve this dream of mine, which was playing this very specific role in this very specific show. And when I to New York City, there was no chance in hell that I would go from being this little musical theater student living in a tiny like four by four foot room in a twin bunk bed to performing on Broadway in this specific show in this specific role. There was no chance in hell. But I was actually able to create that opportunity for myself. And I went from sitting in the audience watching this actress named Felicia Finley play this role of the role of Linda in the show, which is one of the lead characters. And she's hysterical and amazing and funny. And I watched her play that part. And I said, Oh my gosh, that has to be me one day. I have to play that role. And I looked at my friend sitting next to me and he's like, okay, yeah, right. Whatever. Right. There was no chance in hell. (laughs) And I decided that I was going to make this happen no matter what. And this experience, even though it's not necessarily your typical entrepreneurial experience, this was the experience that taught me that if you, can see it, believe it, speak it, receive it, and then repeat it. Those are the five steps. You can achieve absolutely anything that you want. You All right, just hold have on. to keep going no matter what. Do it again. Do it again. G- take rejection. Give me it again. I want to write them down. Speak it. You're going to see it. Okay. You're going to speak it. Okay. Believe it. Okay. Receive it and repeat it. Receive it and repeat it. Okay. But there's, there's a sixth step, and it's the most step. Are you ready for my sixth step? Which yes. is the, and, and I add it at the end because it is the number one most important step of all of the steps. That is to do it. Uh-huh. You have to take action. Right. So many people like to plan and think and see and believe and think about it all day long. But if you don't take action, and usually action that makes you kind of feel like you want to throw up, like scary action, <laughs> action that right. is uncomfortable action, yep. that goes into you know developing confidence because confidence comes from consistently doing scary things. And and the more you do it, the more confident you become. If you don't take action, nothing happens. And what I did was every single day I daydreamed and and physically put myself in that position in my mind that I was playing that role on that stage, wearing the costume that she was wearing under the lights. And I would actually feel that experience. And then what that did for me was it tricked my subconscious mind to kind of believing that it already happened. And so every audition that I went to, and they said no to me, and I didn't get it, I was like, no big deal in my mind. I'm just going to keep going. That doesn't faze me. I'm going to keep going because I've already done this. I've played this role in my mind hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. So I didn't get it, and I didn't get it, and I didn't get it, and they said no to me, and then I got the understudy, and then I had to sit there and watch this other girl play the part that I knew I was meant to play. (laughs) And then I knew that, get this, Alan, here's another quote to write down. Luck is what happens when preparation meets the moment of opportunity. Boom, right. And boom. And that opportunity presented itself, and then I was prepared, and I took it. And let me tell you, Alan, that moment when I played that role on the Broadway stage for the first time, and I was wearing the same costume that that actress, Finley, was wearing when I played against as just a student watching her. And the visual that I saw of the lights and the audience, it was the exact same visualizations that I had done years prior. And it was me, in real life, actually doing it. That is so And awesome. when that moment happened, 
I walked backstage, I fell on the floor crying, and I was like, oh my gosh, anything that I want, I can achieve. All right, hold still. This is awesome. This is a five-step system to creating the life you desire. She calls it the creation process. See it, speak it, believe it, receive it, repeat it. And then number six is, then do it. But I got to tell you one thing you said. I love this. In training to be a Spartan, remember the movie The 300? Part of the training process is to make sure that you put yourself in uncomfortable positions in something uncomfortable every day because it builds character. We'll be right back with more Jennifer Gottlieb. Stay with us. Need a mentor? One-on-one online sessions with Entrepreneur Magazine's experts can help you start a business, grow your business, build your brand, fundraise, and more. Book your one-on-one session with experienced business owners and media experts. Jason Pfeiffer, Editor-in-Chief of Entrepreneur Magazine, can help you perfect your business pitch to media. Businesswoman Kathleen Griffith, founder of Grayson Company, can help improve your growth and marketing strategies. Need guidance on improving your leadership skills? Elizabeth Gore, president of Alice, can help you become a strong, value-driven leader. So what are you waiting for? Book your one-on-one session with Entrepreneur's lineup of experts today. Visit entrepreneur.com slash mentors. Again, that's entrepreneur.com slash mentors. Listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. So, on the line with us is my friend Jennifer Gottlieb, co founder of the uh, Super Connector Media Company, but superconnectormedia.com on the web. She's going to be covering the uh, Venture Fuel Summit in Salt Lake City. She's out of New York City, so she's going to get on a plane and fly there. And um, so next weekend's show will be a a lot more of Jennifer Gottlieb doing something I'm sure that she will just tackle without any issues at all. I love your energy. I love your clarity of all this. And then I'm now going to love, I'm sure, what comes next, which is the confidence continuum part of this. Again, here's five steps to creating long-term confidence. Maybe you could give us uh, them there five digits. Go for it. (laughs) Okay, so Alan, here's the thing. We have a media company, right? We teach people how to be visible. And the majority of people that come to us, they say, oh my gosh, but Jen, I'm an introvert and I'm not confident and I'm scared and I'm really good at what I do and I'm kind of the best kept secret because I don't like talking about myself. And so a lot of the work that we do is teaching people that confidence can actually be created. And there's actual steps, tools that you can use to make you more confident. We are innately confident as children. We're born, you know, that we cry when we want something. We wear superhero costumes or princess costumes to the grocery store. We run around naked. We don't care. We've got confidence when we're born. And then over time, we get conditioned to lose our confidence because we start to care about what people think. All these things happen to us throughout our life, and we start to dim our light. And we can get it back, but it just takes doing certain things. And I've had to actually practice the confidence continuum to be able to become more confident, speak on stages in front of thousands of people and build a business and all the things that I do. And and so let's break it down. So the confidence continuum, it's actually super simple, Alan. There's five C's. It's really cute. They all start with the letter C, okay? We've got 
Step one is clarity. Number two is commitment. Number three is connection. Number four is creation. And number five, celebration. Mm. So in order to get anything that you want. Wait a minute. I missed number four. I missed number four. Give me four. (laughs) You missed four? Yeah. Four four? is creation. Oh, creation. Okay, go ahead. And what's five? Creation. You got to do stuff. You got to do it. You got to do it. You got to create things. And what's five? So, okay. So let's run through it. Did you get them? Clarity, commitment, connection, creation. I missed the last one. Celebration. Celebration. Okay. Love it. Celebration. You yeah. got to celebrate those wins. Yeah. Okay. So number one, clarity. The more clear you are, the more confident you will be. So whenever you're going to speak on a stage, do a Facebook Live, do a radio show, you want to make sure that you're super clear on what your goal is. Because if you think about it, when you walk into a room, and I learned this being an actress, when I didn't know my lines at an audition or I was not clear or not sure about what I was doing, I was nervous not confident. Right. But when I would practice and prepare myself and walk into that room with clarity, it gave me more confidence. Yeah. So that's number one. You want to be super clear on whatever it is you're doing and on your goals because you'll have more confidence in getting to those goals and achieving All right. them. All you're right. more now, I have no idea how you're going to fit the other four into one minute because we're going to come to the end of the show. But listen, if she doesn't get there, you can go to her superconnectormedia.com, which I know I'm not, you're not going to get there because I'm not going to let you. She also has an event, <laughs> Unfair Advantage <laughs> Live in New York City. The best thing to do, I think, for Jennifer Gottlieb and for you guys, if you want to find out more about her, you can hear the clarity and the the commitment and the connection and the creation and the celebration. See how fast I can write when I'm really trying? You can find all that at at superconnectormedia.com. I love this stuff. And of course, you know, this is why you're going to be representing me and the brand at the Venture Fuel Summit in Salt Lake City. So I cannot wait to see what you do when you're on the other side of the microphone asking the question. It's going to be fun. And um, I love all this stuff. This is all beautiful. This is what we need as entrepreneurs, as people that bring, like I said earlier, we all have two eyes, but we all see life differently. So you are going to connect with so many people, not only at the Venture Fuel Summit, but people will connect with you at your Unfair Advantage live events in New York City and on your website. And you guys can all kind of make things happen, make good things happen in your life through gaining clarity through people like Jennifer Gottlieb. Jennifer, you are the best. I appreciate you so much for doing this because I really wanted to cover the uh, Venture Fuel Summit, but there's just, there's not enough Alan to go around. There's not enough Jennifer to go around. You gotta go buy me a car. <laughs> I know, I've got to. <laughs> All right, again, uh, superconnectormedia.com, entrepreneur.com, where you can find more of us and me and her. And uh, you'll get some more Jennifer Gottlieb next week. I'm Alan Taylor. Thank you, Jennifer. Um, Thanks, Alan. My pleasure. See you guys all next week, and uh, it'll be Jennifer. See you then. This program is copyrighted by Entrepreneur Media Incorporated. So